Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is the Robert Lundberg Show coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. NFL kicks off. Tomorrow, well, I mean, it kicked off on Thursday night, so I guess that's an incorrect statement. I think I just lied to you right off the top of the program. I apologize. I don't want to be known or labeled as a liar, so I uh, take back what I said. But NFL Sundays kick off tomorrow. You knew what I meant when I said that, so please don't judge me so harshly for the inaccuracy um, the second I opened my mouth. But, you know... There's something – I've been talking about it the last few weeks on the, the show. There's, there's something in the air when it comes to the NFL and this football season, and it, it's always a big deal. I mean, look, the, the NFL is the single most popular thing in this country. I, I really believe that, honestly. Like, I don't think anything generates more across-the-board interest than the NFL. And you, you see that even in, like, traditional television numbers, the, the overnight for – the uh, game on Thursday was way up from last year. Now, that means that the, the number last year was down a little bit. But last year was, was strange because it just snuck up on on me, at least. And I, and I work in this industry. But it was like, oh, man, the season's starting. And you never knew like if it was going to be completed or, or whatnot because there was no preseason and there was no uh, lead-up that, that typically has you uh, conditioned, I guess, is what, what I would say, but it was a five-year high. And I don't even care about TV ratings because, I mean, the, the fact that we still even look at TV ratings is silly. I mean, it's just a stupid, antiquated way to measure something nowadays because uh, linear, regular TV is, is not the only way people consume things. Um, but nevertheless, you know, anytime the NFL is getting going, people are getting hyped. And that's because, like, it doesn't even have to be your favorite because I know there's a lot of people listening who like baseball's their favorite, right? Like you, you loved your baseball team growing up, and uh, you know you've always followed them, and and that's the the closest to you. Or basketball is your favorite, like myself. You know, I've been an NBA fan my whole life, but usually, usually, I mean, I know there are some exceptions out there, but usually the, the case with sports fans like NFL's no lower than second or third. I don't know too many people who would say, like, the NFL is their sixth favorite sport, <laughs> you know? And for, for most people, or a lot of people, it's number one. And for the people it's not number one for, it's number two or three. And then you combine that with the casual interest because people who aren't really sports fans sometimes will be watching the NFL because it's a habitual activity. It's a communal activity. 
And then, you know, you get something like the Super Bowl, which is a whole different animal in and of itself. But the, the Super Bowl, you know, the halftime show from the Super Bowl can generate huge headlines and buzz. So we'll get into the, this NFL Sunday and, and you know, the, the storylines and the, the picks. Uh, oh, I'll bring back the, the pick segment um, in the 9 o'clock hour. That's 9 o'clock Eastern time right at the top. Um, you know, I'm not saying I'm some sort of big-time prognosticator or, or, or gambling sharp. But o- over the large sample, I've gone above 500. So I'll take that. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's all that really matters. And man, gambling! Talk about something that is a monster now. I mean, I, I I can't. You know, I'm I'm missing that. I'm not sponsored by some sort of gambling product right now. How how is that? How is that the case? I won't shout out any specific one because y- you got to pay for that, bro. Um, but <laughs> you know that's all over the place. The um, the the sponsorship and the NFL has has embraced it after uh, initially sort of trying to shy away or distance itself and and that's pumped a lot of money in into the industry but the nfl is you know if you're a programmer if you're an exec people got to be really excited about the return of that league and if you're a fan of course you're really excited but before we get to sunday and, and of course Tomorrow, the first Sunday, the season kicks off with an NFL on CBS doubleheader. The early slate of games features the Steelers and Bills, plus the Jets taking on Carolina. Then at 425 Eastern, 125 Pacific, two of the league's best young QBs go head-to-head when Mayfield's Browns battle Mahomes and the Chiefs. It all gets started with JB and the guys on the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. The NFL is back Sunday on CBS. But before we get into um, Sunday, we'll go back to Thursday for a minute because this is a great game, great opener. I mean, that's part of the reason the NFL is as successful as it is. It's a good product. And that was, you know, I don't want to say the game of the year in the first game of the season, but it's it's a game that, that certainly was worthy of getting the, the hype going. And the, the Dallas Cowboys on the losing side of it, I've seen a lot of spin – um, in regards to the, the positivity for the Cowboys, and I get that. Um, I mean, I do. Dak Prescott is back, and, and Dak Prescott is one of the, the best quarterbacks in the league. I, I mean, it's it's almost insane as much time uh, that was spent arguing about his contract and whether he was an elite QB. And Remember when people used to argue Dak and Carson Wentz? I mean... Dak is, I don't know where you, ha- you have to place him, but he's at minimum a top 10 quarterback in the league and, and better than that, in my opinion. And, you know, you get somebody like that back, you, you feel better if you're a Cowboys fan. Now, I didn't, I, I didn't think he looked physically, like, great, to be honest with you. Um, his arm strength, I thought, left a, a little bit to be desired. He's dealing with a shoulder issue. Uh, his acceleration on the run was not quite what it once was. He was never, like, blazing fast or, or one of these guys who's just going to kill you on the ground. But he was certainly capable of avoiding the rush and, and capable of, of taking off for a first down. He did not look great in that regard to me. Where he did look great is his command. You know, he knew what he was doing out there, and he had everything running on schedule. 
And you you would hope, and, and this would be my hope, that the physical stuff comes a little bit later. Like, you know, he had a devastating leg injury, so it might take him a, a minute before he gets his legs all the way back under him. Obviously, he's still recovering from the, the shoulder injury, so you, you hope that gets better as well. But not, nonetheless, regardless, just simply by being on the field, that is a big deal for, for the Dallas Cowboys, uh, regardless of whether he was even 100%. He threw the ball 58 times, over 400 yards, and gave the Cowboys a chance to win it. And, you know, as long as he's out there and they've got those receivers, Dallas has a chance to have one of the best offenses in the league. Cooper, Lamb, Gallup. I mean, they're, they're loaded at the wide receiver spot. I'm a little bit uh, – I would be a little bit concerned about Zeke Elliott, to be honest with you. I, I don't think he's very good. I mean, just plain out say it. I, 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 you talk about contracts. That's the contract they shouldn't have given out. I, I feel like he is living off reputation at this point. You know, I, I remember I had a buddy who was in fantasy draft. I think he was picking fourth or fifth or one of those spots, and he kept telling me he's going to take Zeke Elliott. And I told him, do not take him. Do not I, I would not draft him, period. That's what I said. I would not draft him, period. Because I think Tony Pollard is better than Zeke Elliott. And, you know, there was that play later in the game where Elliott got the ball out in space near the end zone. He couldn't even, you know, get close to beating the, the man one-on-one on the outside. So that element that people have just sort of chalked up to, to Dallas's offense may be missing. I don't know if they have that, that power run game that you would you would kind of say that that they they you thought they had. And then the the defense actually did some decent things in that game after being abysmal last season, but you know, you need to see that show and prove. So, I'd be somewhere more in the middle with the Cowboys. I I don't think it's like pure euphoria. You know, uh, a lot of people uh what's the what's the line? Moral victories are for minor league coaches because the um you know, you know, the the NFL. It's not a long season, even if they extended it a game. And luckily for Dallas, they're in a division where they should win it. But Washington's pretty good. It's a solid team. So I, I'm a little bit lukewarm on all of the celebrating a Cowboys loss because they were close with the Bucks. They had a chance to win that game. Um, couple, you know, a miss, couple miss kicked, miss field goal, miss extra point. Uh, you could argue about the the possible pass interference at, at the end of the game from, from Godwin. Though, if you know, Brady just would have got the first down anyway on the next possession. I mean, that's the thing. It was just too much time. And there's nothing they could do about it. It wasn't anybody's fault. It wasn't the coach's fault. It wasn't Dak's fault. Uh, none of that. You just can't give Tom Brady the ball back. And, and that's really where I want to go with the game. It, it might seem boring. And, and sometimes it gets like this with, like, true greatness. Like, what else are you going to say? What else are you going to say? About Tom Brady. Like, is there a new way to say the guy's good or great? But I'll tell you, watching that game the other night, <laughs> I mean, I've at various points in my career, you know, probably said that Tom Brady had fallen from the top group of quarterbacks in the league or that, you know, he was past his prime or any of that stuff. I don't know what to tell you. This dude, he looked better than ever to me on Thursday night. 
I don't know if I've ever seen Tom Brady look that good. Now, a big part of that is the weapons at his disposal, right? Like, one of the reasons, I don't know the reasons he left New England, but one of the football reasons you could say he left New England is there was nobody to throw to at the end. And there's still really no great wideouts in, in New England. You go to, to Tampa and all of a sudden, you know, now Brady deserves credit for these guys being there. I mean, the resurgence of Antonio Brown, the renaissance of Rob Gronkowski, but Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Evans, like, come on. But he's just surgical, is Brady. He gets the ball out so fast. He knows exactly where he's going. He's accurate. Uh, I mean, he just looks great. Look great. And I know he had like two interceptions, but th- neither of those count. The The first one was off the back's hands and got bounced in the air. And the second one was at the end of the half. He was just forcing it down the field. I mean, and he had some drops or could have more scores. I mean, that guy, he looked better than he's ever looked to me on Thursday night. And he, what is he, 44 years old? I don't know what you know, is in those TB12 products. I'm not going to speculate. But whatever it is, is good for you. I, I, can, I can say that. Whatever he's in TB12 clinic or whatever he's using, whoever trainers are, I don't know what they're giving him. But whatever it is, it's good for you. I can tell you that much. <laughs> you know, because this guy is doing like... I, I, I try to... Uh, try to put it in perspective. He was already the greatest of all time, right? He's just lapping the field at this point. It's on your left. On your left. I mean, Drew Brees and Pey- Peyton Manning's been retired for a minute. Drew Brees just retired, right? Those are supposed to be his contemporaries. He's no longer competing with them. He's now competing with, like, Patrick Mahomes, who obviously he bested in the Super Bowl. It wasn't a one-on-one competition, but Brady's team won the game. And I love Mahomes, by the way. That's not a diss at Mahomes. It's just wild to me. And here's something else. You know, I think Tom Brady feels bigger as a Buccaneer than he did as a Patriot. Not to say that, you know, like, look, his his list of accomplishments is enormous with New England. And there, there's no way he'll get to that with Tampa. We're way past the point of asking whether it was a good move for his career to leave New England, right? Like, that that's over and done with. Once he won the Super Bowl, it was huge. But, you know, like, when I say bigger, it's just everything about it. You know, like, his uh, personality is more on display, which makes him more likable. He also is the guy. He's the man. Like, we know the defense. The defense was integral in them winning the Super Bowl. It's the number one reason they won the Super Bowl, the pass rush. Number one reason. All those players I just talked about, the skill position players, enormous reasons for his success right now. All that is true. But when you think of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and their success, and you picture the face of that, it's only Brady. When it was New England, people would like to use Belichick or the system or all that stuff to discredit. Some people discredit Brady's success. And, you know, he was the pilot of the ship rather than, you know, the, the, the builder and the, the, 
the the architect and and all that stuff. In Tampa, it's like him. It's Brady. And and I don't know. I, I to me, he just feels bigger as a Buccaneer. Is Tom Brady even bigger as a Buccaneer than he was as a Patriot? Has is he actually better than ever? Is that possible? Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Look, I'm not some Tom Brady stand, by the way. Tom Brady's uh done a few things that have ticked me off over the years. I mean, he also cheated in New England. On top of that, whatever you think at the Flategate, but you know, eventually, the accolades. And the achievements just get to be too much. They're undeniable. And it was already undeniable, but just, I, I, I don't know what it was. Watching him the other night, I'm like, yo, what is going on here? How is this guy so good? Still. Because it's not even about whether he's in decline, right? Like, that's no longer a question. It's it's that he's still at the top. I mean, He's got nowhere else to climb. He's sitting at the top of Mount Rushmore, and he's just carving out his own face four times. 855-212-4227, at Robin Lundberg on Twitter. That's R-O-B-I-N-L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G. I mean, it's wild. It's wild. Meanwhile, New England, Mac Jones going to get the start. Cam Newton... Uh, was surprised by his release. I like Cam, but he put out some video yesterday and some rationale. wasn't good look. I'll, I'll get into that coming up uh, in, in just a bit. It is the Robert Lindbergh Show, and it's here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Robin Lundberg Show. Yeah, I mean, that is pretty easy to remember. If you know my name, or you can spell it. You don't call me, uh, you know, Ryan. I get that all the time. Hey, I I used to do a um, radio show with Ryan Rucco. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe part of it's I got a girl's name. But, you know, I'll introduce myself. Robin, like Batman's partner. <laughs> you know, uh, just so, so so it can register. But a lot of people call me Rob. There, there are some dudes who are just uncomfortable, I think, saying Robin. I don't know why. Uh, my wife's entire side of the family calls me Rob. I don't even know if they know my name is Robin. Um, there's name mix up all the time. And I get it with my kids, too, because Ronnie is my daughter, R-A-N-I. And some people aren't familiar with that name. And they'll spell it or, or they'll say Rainy or, you know, they'll think it's uh, a boy like Ronnie, R-O-N-N-I-E. And yesterday I was picking them up from school, and my son is named Raj. And I, I kept telling the guy who was – he had, like, a megaphone. He was, like, calling the kids. And I, I said, you know, Raj. And I think the first thing he said was – what did he say? Ron and then Roger. And then I was like, no, 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 Raj. <laughs> um, my wife's family is uh, from Guyana. Uh, so, you know, some of the, the uh, heritage in the kids' names. Rohan is the – the, the third kid, the youngest one, who is five months going on two years old because he's huge. Let's go to Dr. Grant in Dallas. Dr. Grant, you're up first here on the Robin hey, Lundberg Show. What's going hey, on? Hey, Robin. How you all doing down there tonight? Uh, I'm doing all right tonight. Whoa, you, you, you've you had a long one, huh? 
Yeah, I've I've been working all night long. Hey, I wanted to weigh in on your – I loved your concept that you came up with about Brady being bigger. I, you know, I love that concept. I, I don't know where you got that from, but that's a great concept. Hey, I you got know, from I've my been, brain is where I got it. Well, there you go. Yeah. Hey, you know, I've been following uh, Mr. Brady now since the University of Michigan. Uh, probably one of the smartest things I ever did was two years into being a Patriot, I bought 10 – autographed signed footballs by mr brady for 129 dollars each and i don't know if you follow any of the memorabilia stuff but it's steiner uh proven and they're probably worth around three thousand dollars a piece at this point probably going to be worth more before this is all finished but you know what i think that the nfl missed out on the brady thing from the beginning because he got drafted so high in the rounds but the amazing thing to me was when he went to new england and did such a great job instead of surrounding him with great football players which is what i would have done if i would have been the owner they didn't do that and they let him go and what the glazier family has done down in tampa is they've surrounded him with as many assets as that he can have and have welcomed him to stay down there as long as he wants to so I think people have missed Tom Brady being as big as he is, and I think people are finally starting to realize this is a one-of-the-kind kind of a guy. So that was my I, – I mean, look, there's no argument here. I mean, he, he certainly is, uh, and I appreciate the call. I mean, like, 101. Like, it, it's it's nuts. I mean, even – everybody knows, uh, I think – when I think of LeBron, right, but – for LeBron, there's a Jordan. For Jordan, there's a LeBron. Even when though, like people say, like the Michael Jordan of things, which is is fair for how great Michael Jordan was, like it kind of should be the Tom Brady of things at this point because Tom Brady is by himself. I mean, there's no maybe like there's Wayne Gretzky in hockey or something, but beyond that, Tom Brady is is, is so far ahead of second place. I don't even know who's second place. I guess it's Montana. I I think Patrick Mahomes is is as good as anyone I've ever seen, so he's the one that's gonna you know get up there. But like to catch Brady, I mean you gotta be running for a long time, man. You gotta be Forrest Gump. I you you don't just catch what Brady has done. So I I don't even know what to say. I mean the, the guys, but it's not even that because that was already true, right? So I'm not, I'm I'm trying to put it into words, but when I say bigger as a Buccaneer, I think it's because. He's wowing people at his age. He's got the, the personnel to throw to. And again, he his personality's on display. And there's nobody to take the credit away. I mean, you could say the defense did this or that, but th- there's nobody that's like, it was Brady and Belichick. It was a tag team. And then people would say he's a system quarterback or whatever it was. You can't say that anymore. So that, I think, has, has elevated him even further and there's the fact that he's just still as good as anyone I mean the the way he played the other night look better than I, I wanted to I was going to just start purchasing some of his products I don't know like I said I don't know what's in him I don't know what his trainers are giving him but whatever it is it's good for you I, I I know enough you know I have common sense enough to know that how about Jeff in Dallas Jeff you're up next on the show what's going on Hey, boss. Sadly, being a Lions fan trapped in Dallas, I want to talk about 
football are here intelligent football i have to wait for saturday and sunday for you to come on you were spot on here's here's the scary thought i i agree with you a thousand percent about dallas still isn't quite there my question to you is that it's rhetorical how do you win the turnover battle by three or four tampa bay has over 100 yards of penalties prescott had to throw 58 passes and you still lose the game with the turnover margin and the penalties. I mean, there's there's something there. What Dak did was great. It was a feel-good story. He was great, great human being. I got to give him that out here. He's a great human being. But there's a problem. Zeke, Zeke's been done, and you were you nailed it right on the head. And I wish some of the local sports media would would tune in and, or at least talk to you before they get up and pontificate all their garbage. Well, Zeke is cooked, in my opinion. I, I mean, I, I'd, I'd be playing Tony Pollard. I don't care, you know, what the contract says. Um, that's a sunk cost. A sunk cost means it's already done. You can't do anything about it. Um, so you can't, you shouldn't just justify your future decisions based on the past one that is already in existence and appreciate the call. Dak Prescott, forget just being a good guy. Dak Prescott's a great quarterback. Great quarterback. One of the best in the league. Um, so, yeah, Dallas should feel better having him and those wide receivers, you know, if, if C.D. Lamb can stop dropping the ball, he looks awesome. So, uh, you know, in that case, Dallas is going to be able to score. Uh, they're going to put a lot of yards on on the, you know, stat sheet and, and points on the board with that. But overall, like, there was this, there's almost been this um, takeaway or narrative after the game, like, oh, look out for the Cowboys. You know, the Cowboys are should feel great. I don't think so. If they had won, sure. I mean, it's better than getting blown out. But it, like you mentioned, a lot of things broke their way. They should have won that game, and they didn't. You never know how the rest of the season is going to go. You don't know how that defense is going to hold up. You know? They have a cupcake schedule coming up. Maybe that's the, the reason, and, and people should be excited about that. But I, I, I guess when – if your team is in position to, to get a win like that and has so many chances to take away, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I know Dallas is popular. I know there's a lot of Cowboys fans. And I'm not saying they won't be good. I'm not saying they won't win the division. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not like, I'm not, trust me, I'm not going so far the other direction. That's not what I'm doing. I just, I wouldn't be like all like overjoyed if I was a Cowboys fan. I'd still be concerned because I, I, just because there was one close game with Tampa, doesn't mean all of a sudden that's a great team. You got to see a longer, larger sample size than that. You're listening to the Robin Lundberg Show. You know, self awareness is important. Um, it is, and it seems like something Cam Newton is really lacking in. Uh, at the moment, you know, like I was a big Cam Newton fan. I I thought at his best in his prime, he was as impactful as any player in the league. You know, I don't think there's ever been a quarterback. I don't even say I don't think. There's never been a quarterback who was a better short yardage runner, goal line runner, than Cam Newton. He was uh, a beast. He could also take off and get chunk yardage and, and obviously throw the ball. The accuracy was lacking at times. He was never the most accurate passer, but could get the job done. And Carolina was built completely around him. 
and, and was a, a competitor at times. I mean, got to a Super Bowl, obviously. He won an MVP. So uh, that's not a diss at Cam. I also think it seemed from the outside looking in like he was a good teammate in New England for the most part. But when he's saying now that, uh, you know, he was surprised he was released and his aura is the reason he was released because he couldn't be a, a backup. Uh, Mac Jones would have been uncomfortable. I mean, maybe, I, I guess, maybe there is, you know, when you have a celebrity in the, as the backup because he's, he's still a big celebrity. You know, there's been people who have said that about Tim Tebow or Colin Kaepernick or whomever, you know, uh, bringing attention to a team just by their, their celebrity versus, you know, what they their role is. But um, Cam is at the end of the line. Cam is not that dude anymore. And I think it would have been just fine if he was a backup, to be honest. I mean, uh, he also, you know, he had the vaccine situation going on. He says he doesn't think that played a factor. The Patriots said that wasn't a factor. But bottom line is it is a factor for just from a common sense standpoint. Forgetting, you know, any of the other takeaways about that. Like, you, there is an advantage. There is an advantage to a team being fully vaccinated. Aside from the health standpoint, there's just competitive advantage. Look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady uh, is, had COVID, doesn't eat strawberries or tomatoes because he, he's worried that there uh, could be bad for him. And still vaccinated. So, I mean, like, I, I think competition could play into that for some guys. But here, here's what Cam had to say. The reason why they released me is because indirectly, I was going to be a distraction. Without being a starter. Without being a starter. Yeah. And this was but not how? Gonna come. Verbally or in the locker room? Just my aura. Okay. Just my aura. That's my gift and my curse. Yeah. When you bring a Cam Newton to your facility, when you bring a Cam Newton to your franchise... People are interested by mere fact they of are intrigued. who is he? Yep. Why does he wear yep. his hair? Yep. Why does he talk? Why does he act? Why does he perform? Why yep. does all these yep. questions? Yep. So let's just be, let me be honest with you. Come to me. Saying it. What I play behind, they say, Cam, we're going to give the team to Matt. Okay. You're going to be the second string. We okay. expect you to be everything and some yep. to guide yep. him yep. throughout yep. this tenure. Okay. I would say absolutely. Yeah. Cam. But listen. Cam, listen, the truth of the matter is this. He would have been uncomfortable. With you looking over his shoulder? Uh, yeah. You you felt like that? Yeah, he would have. And they well, knew because because you have to understand. You are too. intimidating presence now. That is true. Okay. There, like, there's some kernels of truth there, right? Like, Cam Newton is a – look, we wouldn't, I wouldn't be talking about him if he wasn't a big deal. You know, if – he didn't have star power, I wouldn't be talking about him. So in that regard, it's fair. But when you're referring to yourself and talking about an aura, my aura, that's like a, uh, you might want might to check yourself a little bit, bro. And then he's speaking in the third person a lot there. You know, he's not the rock. I, I don't know uh, too many people that, and sometimes it happens, and I understand why people would do it for effect, because they're talked about a lot. Like, you know, 
in one sentence, one instance, but you bring in a Cam Newton and you're talking about a Cam Newton, a Cam Newton. Dude, you are Cam Newton. <laughs> so this does not sound like someone who is completely self-aware or in tune with the reality at the moment. Um. Some reports had said the reality was that Mac Jones was teaching Cam Newton the playbook. Here's what Cam said about that. You mean to tell me Mac Jones was not teaching you the playbook and Josh McDaniels was not dumbing down the playbook for you, Cam? Nah, if anything, I was asked, like, I was like, Josh, like, bro, it's so new to me. Like, I've never been in a system that required me to know where the mic is, to know the front, to identify you know, certain, you know, fronts and X, Y, Z. That's just, you can't say that that's stupid or why wouldn't you know that? Because half of the NFL, I would say 30, 30 teams out of 32 teams don't run this philosophy. It's, okay. it's in the center's, okay. it's in the center's call because they control the protection. That's right. And if we have any type of red flag or an alert, then that's when you kind of overthrow and say, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yeah, hey, yeah. Lucy this, hey. Yeah. Hey, Ricky, yeah. Ricky to uh, yeah. Ricky to 50. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something like that. But as far as that, man, no, no, Mac, Mac, Mac was cool, man. You know, he was a person who was young. He was still trying to find his way. So that's why and that's why I was just saying, what can he teach me when it's coming at him faster than it, it was coming at me? You know what I mean? Now, I, I believe that. Uh, you know, and I feel like there there's an attempt to to smear Cam Newton on the way out the door, and there were people that were upset about his uh his um dancing or music or whatever he was playing and and all that stuff. That's fine, but uh, as far as his ability as a quarterback, you know, he thinks he's he's still a starter. Listen, I'm 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 gonna remove all doubt. I'm gonna remove all doubt. I said it once, and I say it again. It's not 32 guys out there that's better than me, bro. And and let's be honest. Uh, I kind of think there might be <laughs> at this point in time, and 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 I think that's the thing that Cam Newton needs to get um a grip on. His aura is not gonna carry him much longer. You know, his aura is not gonna to 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 get it done. Gamecock AJ tweets in as a Panther fan these comments by Newton are why many of us have been conflicted regarding Cam a great talent on the field but so erratic with other parts of the job media attitude go Panthers uh, his attitude always seemed like it was good with the Patriots I, I just I thought that was a miss um, and, and I, I think he needs a little bit of a reality check uh, at this moment in time to be honest with you I think he needs a, a bit of a reality check. Let's go to Billy in Toronto. Billy, you're up on the Robin Ludberg Show. Morning, Robin. Yeah, Robin, couldn't agree with you more. I, I mean, hey, Cam, you're just a shot quarterback. That's the bottom line, and you got beat out. Uh, anybody who follows this game knows that you take the hits that you were going to take over the years. It was going uh, to come back and haunt you. You're, you're done. Just live, just live with that. Play, go to another team. Be the second-string quarterback. Hope that uh, – the other guy's not performing, and you can get back in. But you're you're, you're done in this league, as far as I, I see it. You're you're a backup, Robin. Listen, just, you know, great game to start the um, you know start the season off with. And uh, but I, I'll tell you this: I don't think that it's a lock that we see Kansas City and Tampa Bay uh, in the in the Super Bowl again. And I'm not surprised what Dallas did to Tampa Bay. You know, as a betting man, you look for trends, 
and I, try, I go back to last year. We had nobody having Tampa Bay win the Super Bowl. We had Kansas City crushing them in the Super Bowl. But along the way, we forget what happened. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers decides to run that ball, he may not get into the end zone, but I'll guarantee you they're going for it on fourth down on the two or three-yard line. The Cleveland Browns had the ball last to knock Kansas City out of the playoffs, and they just couldn't get it done. I, I just think this season is wide-ass open. And uh, although I'd love to see Tampa Bay get there because Brady's my guy, I really do see slippage in Brady. And, and, and I think that uh, there's going to be two new teams playing for the uh, Super Bowl that year, or this year, sorry. And uh, I think it's that simple. I just, I, I, think, I think teams figured out Kansas City. I think that Tampa Bay played the perfect game against Kansas City, which nobody's seen coming, the, the, the defense. But I don't, think, I don't think Tampa Bay's defense is that great. They just played great in that one game. I mean, Green Bay hung 27 on them, uh, uh, you know, the week before. And I, I just see that uh, it'll be two new teams. The one thing that I, I do want to say, because I like Patrick Mahomes a lot, Patrick, I love your little trickery. I love all that little stuff you do. But I'm going to tell you something, bro. You're going to go over to the sidelines one day, or one, one play, and it's going to look like you're going to go out of bounds, and then you're going to turn around and run it upfield. And that's going to come back and bite you, because the one time that you do, do want to go out of bounds and, some, and relax, some guy's going to knock you in the next week because you're, they're thinking you may turn the ball upfield. Patrick, get out of bounds. Save your career. Don't take these bad hits, the one that had you on Wobble Avenue last year, and you got a chance to go down with Brady as one of the all-time bets. Uh, one of the all-time best. But don't, don't take those kind of hits because somebody's going to level you out of bounds, and I can see it coming. That's all I got, Robin. Well, look, uh, the idea that people have figured out the Chiefs, I don't know where that comes from because they, they lost like one game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if the Buccaneers figured them out um, in the Super Bowl, okay. But I don't think they've been figured out across the board. Look at look at the uh, the winning that they, they, they do and they, they've done since Patrick Mahomes has taken over at quarterback. Right, so I, I don't buy that. I also think part of the reason they were, quote-unquote, figured out in the Super Bowl is their offensive line was in shambles. Do I think it's a guarantee it will be Bucks and Chiefs. No, I don't think that w- that is a guarantee at all. Uh, but do I think that is the most likely Super Bowl? Yeah, I do. Still think that's the most likely Super Bowl. As far as slippage and Brady, I don't know what you see, because that guy looked better than ever to me the other night. He really did. He looked better than I- I've ever seen him. How about Jeff in Pennsylvania? Jeff, you're up next here on the Robin Lundberg Show. What's up? Hey, uh, you were talking about if we wanted to uh, look at the, what the Cowboys did as a positive. Uh, I will say yes, but I think you have to keep it in the proper perspective because when you look at how they played, I think that any teams that, that play with that type of intensity, it always gives you a chance. And I think that in the NFL, that's pretty much what you can look for. So, yeah, I look at it as a positive. But, again, you, know, you have to keep it in perspective of this is the way you play the game. Now, um, as far as, you know, looking forward to the rest of their schedule and saying that it's a cupcake schedule, again, I can't speak to that because we don't know what those other teams are going to do. You know, we don't know what kind of intensity they're going to bring. We don't know what their coaches are telling them. So we just have to see. But I, I will say this here. I looked at what my Cowboys did. I thought that their intensity was good. I think that if they go forward playing the game that way, that they could give themselves a chance to win a lot of games this year. Uh, look, I, I, I'm, I'm down with your perspective. Measured optimism 
is cool. I know there's a lot of Cowboys fans out there. You guys are always, you know, whenever the Cowboys do something, boop, 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 you know, you start popping up and multiplying like gremlins who get wet after midnight. Dallas Cowboys fans out there, America's team, are you uh, feeling better or worse after your week one defeat? 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. In case it wasn't clear, I'll clarify coming up what I meant by saying that I wouldn't spin it so positive, the, the fact that they lost. But the, the Dallas Cowboys, they're relevant. Can't argue that. Can't argue that. And then we'll get into the rest of the NFL as Sunday kickoff is approaching. It is the Robin Ludberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.